morning everyone. Welcome to GCP, this time in Manchester, in the Lost Dean. It's me, Andy Ogden. And with us today, the one and only, Kulero. Um, ben Corrigan. Hello, Ben. Hello, how are you doing? Is it still morning? It is, yeah. You, you were drinking in the early hours of the morning. It was, yeah. A little yeah. birdie told me. So, yeah, so I guess officially this is my third or fourth drink of the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what we're going to talk about is um, our trip to Taco Town at the Love Factory in Manchester. It's in the um, red quarter of Manchester. It's all like breweries and different like small eateries. It's in a desolate wasteland, that's where it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some nice fancy buildings and stuff like that, but my God, there's a lot of like uh, just wrecked old industry and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's, a, it's an up and coming area, isn't it? It's like, a, it's like an area on the rise. Yeah, I think that's um, what, you know, in general, everywhere is becoming right, now, yeah. gentrified, yeah. like, turn a toilet into a restaurant, isn't it? It is, yeah, like warehouse units getting turned into like brewery taps and stuff, and yeah, uh, railway arches having bars, and it's, uh, it's the in thing, isn't it? It is. I'm not against it. No. Um, so, I started my day, about half past 12 I got into Manchester. You were already with um, La Parker, weren't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, to, I got to Manchester about, because I was doing the afternoon, the two shows yesterday, um, so I, I was doing both shows, I did the afternoon show. Um, met with Chris Lyonet in the Piccadilly Weatherspoon. Um, I've tried to get early checking in my hotel, um, but uh, they have no rooms available, so I yeah. carry all my stuff with me all day. Um, yeah, so I met with Chris, uh, had a drink there, and then we wandered down to the uh, to the lift factory. Um, it was I mean, the deal was that it's Taco Town's kind of like a Mexican food and drink and culture festival. Yeah. So there was like people dressed up with like the big Day of the Dead hats. There was like a like a lady on stilts dressed in kind of like a traditional Mexican dress for people to get your photos with. Lots of food stalls, you get tacos, you get burritos, lots of tequila stands, um, mechanical bull, which a few people would I'll have a go I'll, I'll tell you what, Lene was very good on a mechanical bull. He lasted about 30 seconds on that video. Whereas I lasted... <laughs> you got one turn. I got the one you, turn. Yeah, six second ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's best ride I've had in yeah. ten years. Well, yeah, well, I mean, uh, sorry, it was, it was kind of like a courtyard with like food stalls and just like tequila stalls all around the outside. Uh, the queues for everything were just, just horrific. Um, there was like one, one, was like one warehouse had like a, a stage at the end, that was where all the main entertainment was, kind of your mariachi bands and your drinking games and your chilli eating contests and yeah. bingo and everything. Uh, kind of like your bongos, bingo type set up on long tables. Uh, but yeah, the queue, if you, wanted a, if you wanted a pint of um, draft beer, you'd be looking at at least a half hour queue to get there. Yeah. So we were on the um, uh, £8.50 tequila um, cocktails, which were quite nice. All right. Palomas we were drinking, they were quite nice. Well, did, did you get a lot of faith from them? <laughs> they weren't that terrible with the first one. But we just went, went down very, very easy. Uh, the second one, I don't know what she put in it, but it was a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it was very busy, I would say. As a, as a I mean, festival. Was, I'd seen some talk beforehand that there was going to be, they were expecting 4,000 people there. Yeah. Um, there wasn't. There was maybe about 2,000. Is it a bit like, you know, when PCW used to say <laughs> 10,000 people turned up to a square in Preston? 
they just happen to walk the through. They're off, they're off to Wilco's. They're just... off to Wilco's. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, not anymore, they're not. But it's a, a nice little setup. Very busy. Uh, the afternoon was more supposed to be like the, your family fun day with like, yeah. your face painting and, and stuff. But didn't see a lot of families there to be honest it was mainly just kind of people out on the, on the, on the drink yeah I got chatting to um, someone from like a stag party yeah. like at, um, in, in the evening show that it was stood at back of room and just happened to uh, what, what you think at wrestling oh no I only just turned up and what have you um, yeah, just mean, in two matches and then went away I heard Levi Muir was a big draw in the afternoon from um, the ladies. The, the wet floor signs were out in uh, full effect. I saw that. I saw that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it was. Yeah. It's it's one of those, those things, isn't it? It's, it's uh, like I said, people are out on a beer, just fancy dress and things. Uh, I think most people would go either going there. Uh, we're then like obviously heading into town later. Yeah. Stuff, uh, so it, it was very similar to like what me, me, Jeff, and um, Sean did. So we like had a few drinks before and then went. So people do the either way around, won't they? Drink prices in that venue, shocking. Six pound fifty for a Modelo, yeah. or Corona. Yeah. Well, it's what you pay at these well, festivals, yeah, isn't it? If you, I, I, I don't know what prices were if you queued up and got a kind of a draft going. Um, well, it's similar to you. Yeah, there we are. Um, we're going to get into the um, rest, some of the highlights from the afternoon show in a minute, but you want to know where I went, Ben? Where'd you go? So, first off, I went to Salt and Pepper, which is like a street food um, oh, is that eatery. Oh, the Arndale Market? Near it. It used to be on the Arndale Market, but it moved to um, a new building across the road from uh, the Arndale Market. I've been here three times now, and it's a winner every time. Service is good. Said it, well, for what I had, said, oh, you'll have to wait about 10 minutes. And you know what? I didn't mind waiting 10 minutes. They're, they're constantly on, on the go with people. Mm. Like ordering and such a great place. Um, I had the grilled salt and pepper chicken, half rice and half salt and pepper chips, and a coke. Ten pound twenty. That's fair. Yeah, you know, I don't think you're getting ripped off in this venue. Would I, recommend it. I wanted to try some of the food at the uh, at Taco Town, but I just could not get anywhere near any of the stands. Obviously, yeah, the queues. So um, after there, I went to Fierce Beer. So I had a, a pint of their cerveza lager, Mexican lager. It's, it's very desperado's like, but it's nice and refreshing as a pint. Five ninety-five though. I sort of wish um, Andrew Gibney was around because um, he's got a loyalty card for Fierce Beer and can get money off. It's always a good trick that when when he's with us in in that venue, just like slide us the card. Thank you very much. Next up, Tib Street Tavern. I had a pint of Seven Brothers Pale oh, yeah. on cask. That's Irish, it, pub, isn't it? Uh, not, yeah, sort of, yeah. It weren't a good pint. No. There was a reason they had it on offer for four quid. It was just like, like flat. It, it, it weren't brewing. Seven Brothers is a... I don't raise them as a brewery. Very much an IWC of um, craft brewers in Manchester. Next up, went to um, an old home of ours, the Crown and Kettle. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is it's constantly busy in there. It got a very much a younger crowd now to what it used to have. You know when we used to go in um, for Tuesday night grabs? Fandango. It is, yeah. Um, but, but the like, you know, nice bit of indie music that was playing and 
um, the, it's like a ca national cat scale week, so all the pi uh, all the pints of cast were three pound ninety five. So it was stuff like Titanic Plum Porter, yeah. uh, I think Bateman's XB, Tetley's Bitter. Um, I had a pint of the Northumbrian Gold, which four and a half percent, three ninety five a pint. Was a good pint that. I longed for that pint because of the because uh, the Seven Brothers pint was terrible. I enjoyed this one. Also, I'd like two thirds of West Coast IPA, five point six percent, four pound eighty. So left there, went to Bar Fringe, which I've not been in. It's quite a few places before I even met up with Oh, no wonder I got it. So I went to Bar Fringe, which went in a couple of weeks ago with um, Andrew Gibney and uh, and Jeff after we went to watch uh, Chatterton at Wibbenshaw. Um, not been in there for a few years. We tend, like, after Crown and Kettle, we tend to go to Smithfield Tavern. That's an, that wins Pub of the Year award. I'm not sure why. I, I, I don't think the be, I don't think the beer's that great in there. But went into Bar Fringe. It has all your Belgian beers and what have you. All different lagers and had a Berliner Pilsner, five sixty a pint, and Krombacher as well. Uh, while I waited for Sean to come in, and then we went off to the Angel. Um, That's a all. <laughs> I went past there. It's a, yeah, it's it's like it's scale. It looks like it's held together with sellotape up there. Isn't it's it? very, it's very old-fashioned. I would say you go in for a quiet pint if you just want to get away from like the busyness of uh, the city. You go into the Angel. Um, it beers all right in here. Shauna were moaning that it was cold. Um, just like, oh, it's just awful this place, she was saying. So, yeah, very much a damning verdict mm. from uh, Shauna and from Ben, who, who has not been in the place. And I walked past it on the way to the Marble Arch. Yeah. So, and a pint of tilt, uh, 380 for a pint in here. Next up, another pub. It's a wonder I was standing at the end of the show. Marble Arch, which we sat in the back, back room. Oh, this, the, the smell from the food was like amazing in, in this place. So it's a good, it's a good pub, this. Oh, oh, it's featured on Strictly Come Dancing two weeks ago. Was it really? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, okay. when, they, you know, like when they meet the partners yeah. and what have you. Um, you met up with us in here, Ben. I did, yeah. Fresh from the, uh, well, from the hotel check-in, but also from the afternoon show, uh, which, which, which was fun. I had a good time at the afternoon show. It was better than I expected. I think when um, when the cards and things had been announced, I, I, there was a few raised eyebrows about just exactly how it was going to go down. But, um, but six matches, I'd say five of the six were very enjoyable, uh, and at least one was 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 excellent. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go. I, I won't do match by match, but uh, uh, Levi Muir against Magic Blanco wasn't wasn't much. It was just basically Levi Muir just doing his power moves, and Magic Blanco had pretty much nothing. Uh, so that one didn't really work. But everything else was was very very good um, and one of the couple of matches you could tell it's like the Mexicans working with the Mexicans and the British guys working with the British guys um, I kind of like uh, likened it to you know, the old uh, WWE mixed tag matches where it's like yeah. the men wrestle the men and the women wrestle the women and, yeah. and, and there's no crossover whatsoever so it's a bit like that in a, in a few matches there's less of that in the night show which we'll, we'll get into uh, but I mean it, it all worked absolutely fine um, 
easily the highlight of the day was uh, the, sorry, the afternoon show was T-Town against Robbie X, which was as soon as the cards were announced, I think people had like pointed to that one as being a potential kind of like match of the day, uh, and it was it, it was excellent. Um, we'll probably talk about more on the night show, but Robbie X was obviously very, very much put in a position to shine this week, very much with a focus on him in two, with two singles matches against the imports. Uh, so it's also like a very big kind of spotlight on him this week, and he uh, and he, he pulled it off. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff as well was kind of trying to set up stuff for the night show as well. So there was people people who were having matches on the night show that kind of had like some interaction on the afternoon as well, which was which was fun. Uh, I mean, the, the place wasn't full. There was maybe about 150 in the seats when the, when the show started. Set up for about 300, so about half full. Yeah. Uh, a nice standing area at the back for the festival people just come and wander and watch a bit of a yeah. few of the matches. I mean, that was absolutely packed at the start. And you'd like, they, were cute, they were like absolutely packed out of the door uh, for the first couple of matches. But then I think people obviously just had enough of this uh, silly wrestling bollocks and just went off to, <laughs> to the toilet. So I think people went, out, went for cu- a bit of curiosity at the start. So they'd been announcing yeah. in, the, in the main uh, courtyard saying, uh, the wrestling is starting now. So everyone's going, oh, I'll go and see that. Yeah. And it was absolutely rammed out. Uh, of course, they only, they only saw the first couple of opening matches. Uh, dare I say, if they'd have seen some of the later stuff, I might have been a bit more impressed. But, mm. uh, but yeah, I mean, you're not going to catch everyone's attention, are you? It's, uh, it, I suppose the idea would be that you... you uh, you, you, you make new fans and you try and sell them tickets and you sell, try and sell them merchandise yeah. and stuff but uh, I, I don't get the impression it was that but I mean at the end of the day that's, 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 it, it was what it was this was like live entertainment that was happening as part of a festival yeah. S- same way as the mariachi bands same yeah. way as the bingo same way as the chilli eating contests yeah. and stuff so yeah, I think people saw it as a bit of that just took it, took it in a bit and then wandered up but yeah the after, I, can't, I can't really fault the afternoon show it was, it was a lot of fun I really enjoyed it yeah. Um, and then I came to the Marvel Street. Yeah, I made a part of Hind Marsh Pale Ale, three point seven percent, an American Pilsner, American Pilsner, American Pilsner, um, which were about five pound dollars. American well. Pils, American Pils. It was. It, it's a good pub, the Marble Arch. Do enjoy going in there. And then we t- we t- took a detour uh, around the industrial estate. Um, it's going to a place called the Green Arches, which is just like a door. Well, yeah, you wouldn't even know there was anywhere inside, apart from a little like handwritten kind of sign, uh, maybe about uh, two foot by two foot. You wouldn't even know it was a pub. No, but when you go in, it's well decorated, yeah. in it well lit. So the big screen there with Sky Sports on. A bit of a hidden gem. Yeah, um, pint of the cloud burst in here, five seventy a pint. But I'd go back again here if, um, if we're around that area. We, I've drank around that area once or twice and you know there's a few good um, you know sort of like brewery tap places Grub Grub's around there now what used to be a, a Fairfield Social Club yeah. back in the day probably can't fit a ring in there though but uh, oh you probably could I, I, we remarked at the time it actually felt a lot like being in the Resistance Gallery down at Back on the Green it felt a lot like it um, so you probably could if you wanted to but why would you well, yeah, exactly. So, um, we went we went then to um, back to the love well to the love factory. I got in a mechanical bull, as as mentioned earlier. Got chucked oh, off by a mechanical bull. Fell flat on his fucking ass. I did. Fell flat on his fucking ass. That's it. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen the lady who was um, running the mechanical bull laughing a cock off when she when when I fell on the ass. 
It was. It, it wasn't so much as like a. It wasn't like a big fall. It wasn't. It wasn't like a massive bump. It was like kind of a slow motion, gradual fall, just like <laughs> lean, leaning more and more and more. And then you know, <laughs> well, at least I've proved, uh, proven I can take a bump. Yeah, yeah. that's my wrestling training uh, done with. So we got into the venue. Had a good chat with um, Joe Blazer. Nice lad. Very nice to speak to him again. I was always like a old big big guns Joe. What did you think of the venue? That the kind of the setup in there it looked really good, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the old stage setup was. I had like front row. Um, you was like second row. Yeah, perfect. Really perfect. Um, good stage for them to come out. What would like to like, come out on the big video screens either side. Uh, they had pyro in there as well, so there was fireworks going up. Yeah. There were smoke machines. Yeah, uh, it made everyone look like like it's a big that, deal. Yeah. yeah, when they came out. And they had Francesca um, doing the ring announcing. One question. Are you ready? Yes, it's real. We are ready as we get into the first match, which was Levi Muir, wow, and Trent Seven in a mask, El Towel. Seven, 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 fucking seven, versus Guerrero Meyer Jr. and do 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 Captain Suicida. Capitan Suicida. Um, what do you think of this one? You put a really fun Relovos Sensilos opener. Tag match. <laughs> two on two tag match. Yeah. Right. Um, it was alright, I thought. Yeah, it's fun, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, uh, Capitan Suicida and Guerrero Maya Jr., he's, he's, quite a, he's an upper, upper card kind of, kind of guy. He's an upper mid card, I would say. Uh, they were doing a lot more kind of interaction with the crowd compared to the afternoon show, like straight, straight away. So like they're like getting the crowd into it. We were doing the Colero chants towards the uh, to, towards the baddies, and uh, they they seemed to really enjoy that. They were like uh, encouraging everything. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, so yeah, there's a, a lot of kind of like especially from Guerrero Maya, it was really getting the crowd like fired up. Like, um, fun fun match, really good. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's one of those matches that when it was announced on paper, I was kind of like, what, really? How's that going to Is it really going to work? But it did. I thought, you know what? I think Trent Seven is very good. Like playing that, you know, sort of arrogant bad guy in it. Yeah. But he's sort of a fun loving, arrogant bad guy. I was worried about the clash of styles and the communication issues and stuff, but actually, you know, it, 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 it was fine. And they ended up winning with the uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham Hammer. Birmingham Hammer. Birmingham um, to get the um, to get the win here. Next up, um, this was um, a six-man tag, which is Ordaz, Zack Knight, Ricky Knight Jr. versus Okamura, Sangra Imperial, and Wild Boa. Another, you know, once it got going, I, I thought it was a. Solid six-man yeah, tag. Yeah, yeah. Like, Okamura always gets booked on these kind of um, these tours when they do go to like say Japan and well, when the Japanese and stuff come over to Mexico. He's, he must be like I think he he looks after the Japanese guys when they're in Mexico. Right. And I think he's one of the like the translators and stuff as well. So he, so that's why he always comes. Uh, uh, it's part of these shows. He, he's, he always... ne- he's never had much of a he's never had much of a career actually in Japan itself. Oh, we're gonna ask that. Uh, but he's he's been a he's been a main he's been like a 
uh, a lower mid card guy in, in CMLL for uh, 15 years at least. Right. Hmm. Yes, um, with this one, um, what's it? The Knights one, didn't they? So, yeah. Uh, Odar's got the pin on uh, Sanguine Imperial, I think it was in the end. Yeah. As you can see, some pictures oh, here. Come over, sorry. Bloody hell. Look at some of these pictures on Ben's thread. God, I look an ugly bastard, <laughs> don't I? There you are with um, La Parker. Bloody hell. How was he standing at the end of the night? He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> My word. Uh, yeah, so Okamura's. Oh no, the, the night's actually lost. Um, yeah, Okamura, Sanger, Imperial, and Wild Boar, Mike Hitchman. The Ardaz. The Ardaz. Arzak and Challenge. Next up, which I thought this is where the action picked up, uh, which was Robbie X, do, 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 versus Magia Blanca. Mm. Magia Blanca, uh, white magic. Uh, he's, uh, he's one of Voldor Jr.'s kind of, uh, he's in Voldor Jr.'s table. Right. Uh, but he's, he's normally like a lower card guy. He's, I mean, he's, 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 he's had six matches, he's even held six titles. Uh, but he didn't really get to show, do much at all of anything on the afternoon show. He was just kind of thrown out there. Uh, whereas this really did put a bit more of a spotlight on him uh, in a kind of like a feature match uh, with Robbie X, who was obviously, as I said, there was a spotlight on him this weekend. Uh, and this, 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 yeah, they worked really well together, I thought. It, I think one good thing about Robbie X, I, I think I was saying to um, someone the other week, like he's like one of the a perfect opening match wrestler. Like, you know, gets the crowd going. He's Everything he does seems spot on and like, He's got the energy about him, hasn't yeah. he, as well? Yeah, that, that, that you want to kick, like to kickstart a show. But in, in the same way as your perfect kind of going into the interval guy, where you want yeah. that kind of like that exciting match to go into the interval with people talking about. Yeah. So you need to have that kind of like break afterwards. It's just when he were on that GCW show last week, it was like him, Scotty Rock, and um, Gringo Loco mm. were in there. And I thought, you know, I, I said on Twitter, Robbie X, I'm like Scotty Rock, stood out there. It's like. They could they could fit in in like a GCW scene, and I think even Robbie X could fit into CMLL I if, I, if, if he dusts yeah. off that mask from World of Sports. And uh, it was it was obviously very deliberate that they gave Robbie X the two the two like kind of showcase singles matches yeah. uh, this weekend. So there's obviously plans that uh, I think if if they do do a fantastic mania in Mexico with the British guys, I think he'd be on the plane. Yeah, definitely. Um, as he put class this and it was um, Robbie X won with the um, exclamation slash uh, <laughs> yeah the boing cutter yeah and then it was the interval we got announced that it's time for the interval oh, oh no, no. we're not having an interval we're going straight through yeah so we went into um, six man tag action now which I think a few people said this. they thought this was their match of the night which was I, yeah. s- subculture and T-Tan Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, titan, walla, walla, bing, bang. Versus the Lycos gym of Kid Lycos um, 1. Kid Lycos Senior and Kid Lycos Junior. <laughs> uh, and Zandolkan Junior. Is he a pirate? Well, did you not forget that from his school of crossbones and the eye patch? And... Yeah! <laughs> um, this, I... Fucking hell. What was... I've just seen the video here, I'm doing the bloody swerve dance. 
There was a lot of swerve dancing yesterday. There was. Um, right, I know you said here, ridiculous toilet queue. I did go to the um, toilet mm. um, for the first part of this match. No slice on the match, I just needed a pee. Well, yeah. Oh, you know, trying to find the toilets. My God. What a, what, a, what a hard task. And also trying to find a light in them toilets was a hard task. Awful. Yeah, I mean, I kind of learned my lesson from the, the afternoon show where there's kind of one set of toilets, basically, so there's maybe nine cubicles for the entire festival. Yeah. Uh, if, if, yeah, maybe, maybe, well, maybe, maybe about 12 cubicles, for the, but obviously... Everyone, everyone is a big. It was a drinking festival, so people needed the toilet. Yeah. Uh, and twenty-minute queues for the toilets was ridiculous. All people, you, obviously, you chat to people in the queue and stuff, and all people were talking about was just how shit it was, the toilet situation. Yeah. Uh, and especially on the night show as well, um, where it's like obviously there's no light. Never got any kind of floodlights or anything in that in that yard. It was just complete pitch black. So you're to, everyone was having to hold the torches up on the phones yeah. to try and see what they do. Just a ridiculous, ridiculous situation. And the fact that it was actually miles away from the actual wrestling venue as well. So if you, to, if you wanted to go to the toilet from the wrestling, there was no portal that was actually no. there. You had to walk all the way back around mm. into the main courtyard and join the main festival toilet. Yeah. yeah, it's a, just a shit situation. So yeah, so I missed about the first maybe ten minutes, of it, maybe five minutes of that. I, I thought the, like, the latter part, what I did get to see, I thought it was yeah, very, it's good. Like, yeah, it's very good. good. They've all got a bit of energy about them. Like I say, subculture. It's so, so like... You, you, what, what's the... Uh, Dr. Water, in it. Good you, you know, since yeah, since he'd come back to the scene and what have you. Uh, me and Jeff, when we first seen him, back again at 1PW this week, and we mentioned, like, the crowd seemed a bit quiet for mm. him, and I think they were trying to get him over as baddies there. No, they're, they're a pure... Goody team, uh, I have to remember a lot of people won't know them. Uh, I mean, yes, there were WWE, but not many people watched NXT UK. Except uh, for me and Ian Hamilton. Yeah, not many people. Even like you, you, like a lot of your wrestling, a lot of your wrestling fans did not watch it. Even so, they wouldn't. They're not particularly well known. So this idea that coming back in there, sort of like these these famous names, probably, yeah. probably isn't necessarily that true. But I mean, they are a good act. Uh, again, this is one of those matches that kind of you, you looked at on paper, you thought. It's okay, uh, but it's, it blew my expectations away. I watched the, when I did come back from the toilets. I watched a crowd like this one from the back, uh, like the standing area cleared out, which is nearly empty yeah. at this point. Uh, but yeah, really, really good. Uh, it's just all action, lots of big moves, big dives. Uh, the good thing was as well, like the uh, the Brits were mixing it up with the Mexicans, Mexicans yeah. wrestling the Brits. I thought they like horses, like you know, yeah. fit, fitted in with this style, mm. which it's good to. I know we're you know, been critical of the Lycosses over the last few years, but I thought they fitted in very well here. Can't follow the match. No. Um, so it ended up with um, T-Tan and um, Subculture getting the win on Zanduk and, and the Lycosses. Good, good, good stuff. Now T-Tan came across as a big star all day. Yeah, he's, he's very much a worldwide star. He's been on, he's been on the telly, hasn't he? <laughs> as a little T-Tan. Next up, um, your semi-main. Now, this is like the proper CMLL. Well, she said it's, I wouldn't have offer match because she said it's now time for our main event. So Double main yeah, event. But that's off. Oh, hang on. Is, is, are we not getting something? Oh, was a card change? But then she clarified it's double main event. So, it was Ultimo Guerrero versus Atlantis Junior. Mm. Ultimo Guerrero, who I found out was 51 today. 
Um, he's got. He looks a bit like um, Tony Green off Bullseye. It's a hell of a mullet. Hench Tony Green. Um, did he hit the Bullseye in this match? He did for me. It's, it's, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, I thought. It's fantastic match. Um, Atlantis Junior, who's um, he was doing the Spider-Man gif for you yesterday. <laughs> of course, it was like um, it was his dad that took Ultimate Guerrero's mask uh, about ten years ago. Story. In, in like a quite a famous match. Uh, so there's yeah, so yeah, there's a bit of story. It beats set up on the afternoon show when it's like uh, clashed in a six-man tag. Uh, but yeah, it just worked really well, didn't it? The crowd was well into it. Yeah. Crowd was a bit quiet, like the early, early going, but by this point they were just. Loud. I think by the end it was like, yes, fucking brilliant this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it even got like a standing ovation, mm-hmm. like from you know, most corners of the uh, the crowd. I just couldn't believe fifty one, fifty one. I did, I did make a comment on the uh, grapple Discord this morning. He's um, he's moving much better than I am with me, uh, me aching big toe this morning it means that when he kind of lost his mask he would have been early 40s yeah. uh, he's, he's one of those guys that uh, as soon as he lost the mask he, he, he looks older than he actually is uh, so yeah so um, who ended up winning that one Ultimo Guerrero with the Guerrero Especial uh, reverse suplex super reverse it was like, like the um, the is it, was it like the old final cut from? Uh, it's, it's like basically a suplex, but the guys facing the other way. Respecto. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a, a bit of a shock. He offered the hand and then raised, raised, I was I was fully expecting to like uh, to like attack him on the wall or like start whipping him with his uh, with his um, belt again. But, yeah. Uh, no. That, I think for me that was the match of the night. Well. Mm. Um, I, I would disagree. I would say the next match was better. Yeah, so it is for the. Well, that's not taking away from this one. Yeah, the Rev Pro undisputed British Heavyweight Championship as your champion, Michael. Okay. Faced the challenger, Hechicero. Hechicero, the sorcerer. The sorcerer. All right. Um. Michael Oku, heel in training. You think? Yes. Mm. Here he is, here's our own Echichiro. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Echichiro. Yeah. Well, I also have a weight belt covering my girth. <laughs> you alright, Jeff? Gotta be, haven't we? You have. Um, great match, this. As a, mm, as a yeah, main it was, event. It was a proper world title main event. Style match, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It wasn't just thrown out there, kind of like here's a here's a exhibition of Mexican versus British kind of guys. It's actually a proper hard fought, well presented, proper world title match. Yeah. And um, as I was saying, like about Michael Oku, he was more a mirror on the outside. Yeah. We, we, we were saying about the, you, you were saying uh, baddie in training. She is a baddie, but <laughs> she she is a heel. Yeah. Uh, just like, it's like mannerisms and everything. It's facial expressions. Yeah. Baby face, you like, you know, a bit, I'm not saying a bit meek or whatever, but you know, smiling, you know. Yeah. Baby face in peril. She's like a proper scowl on it, you know, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like this is so, so against the baby face dynamic. Yeah. She's going to, yeah, she's going to turn him to the dark side of it. 100%. 
It reminds me of a sort of character when we seen her at UKW the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like some crazy lady. And that's a sort of um, how she's emoting to me. Yeah. Yeah. But far away from a baby face as you could be. Yeah. Um, but what the, I think one thing you can say for Amira, you can't take your eyes off her. Cause she, no, no, because she's always doing something. She's always doing something, isn't she? She's always doing, always doing something. Like. Yeah, she's never, yeah, she's never kind of off issue. She, she doesn't never kind of like switches off or lets it go. She's constantly reacting to stuff. And yeah, adding something to to what to what you're seeing. Yeah, she's not she's not taken away from the action in the ring. No, she's adding to it. I think well, the big one was that um, Olka Osprey from um, York Hall about a couple of year ago, and that was um, you know sort of like the breaking out party. But she she, she offers so much to a match. Yeah, I agree. She's not just like a wallflower stuff, there, you know. Um, Oku again, excellent. Mm. He, he, he's another one who just never fails for me. Mm. The, the, the two, yeah, the, the styles were made for each other really well. Hechizero's kind of like your wacky submissions guy and stuff as well, but he's, yeah, he, he worked really well. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the stuff, you know, where they were working over like Oku trying to get the half crab on, and uh, he's the most. British wrestling luchador you could find. He's kind of like a classic kind of almost like world of sport kind of uh, yeah. combinations and pin like uh, sequences and stuff. It's yeah. I mean, he's the former CMO world heavyweight champion as well. Is so, he? so he's a kind of like that level kind of guy. Um, so it ended up with um, Oku tapping out Hechichiro um, with the half crab to uh, retain the um, title, and then they, uh, they had a big thing at the end where Fantastic Mania twenty twenty four. Might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I thought it was a nice thing as well when they were all leaving the ring, just like Trent Seven and Molku giving each other evils. Like, you know. Yeah. We're not all mates. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the thing is, well, I mean, these were kind of fest- festival shows, but kind of a, like an exhibition of, the, the, I suppose, from a festival point of view, it's the, it's the wacky, high flying, masked Mexican luchadors and stuff, isn't it? That's what yeah. you expect. Whereas, to be it's still, it, this was still one of their shows, so there's yeah. some storylines and things going on. They still got to exist on their on demand and stuff. So very similar to the. Um, it wasn't, it, it wasn't just an exhibition. You know the Albert Hall show we went to mm. like a few years. Well, back. yeah, that's what I mean. That, that was kind of like a kind of a cultural exhibition yeah. type show. Whereas this, from Mevpo's point of view, it, yes, it was an exhibition show, but it, all, it was also kind of there was based in storylines and things as well. It wasn't just a, a throwaway. It went with the Red Pro canon yeah, of having a storyline, even though yeah. they're presenting it, yeah. and it's a showcase for the Mexican wrestling. Yeah. Um, it still adds meaning. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jeff, were, were, like, you any thoughts? Because you just come in on the last match, but um, what was your favourite match? Um, I thought the, the um, subculture match was a, great, a good tag team match. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, I don't think there was really a duff part for it for me. No, no. For, for a moment, I mean, I don't know the history of, you know, any of these wrestlers, to be honest. I've heard the names, I might have seen a couple of matches here and there. Yeah. But I'm not a big follower. No. But I went away thoroughly impressed. Yeah? Yeah, I did. Ultimo Guerrero, 51, Jeff. 51? Mm. Bloody hell, he can move for somebody that's just slightly older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, two years older than Not you, Jeff. for me to start bouncing off the top of fucking ring and all that shit. Yeah, we come back. No. <laughs> um, yeah, um, T-Tan, I suppose you've done the song. 
Tan, Wall, Big Man, which we never got to do because they were just too bloody quick to yeah. get things going and uh, there was no lull in the action. No. So that pissed on our chips. It did, Jeff. Speaking got a few Calero chants in there. Didn't you it? did, you were teaching us a lot of. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, was it Chingatu Madrick had one? Yes. Was that? Fuck your mother, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Puta yeah. Madre, there's a few Puta Madres going around. Yes, lots, lots of it, lots of it in a family. Puta, Puta. <laughs> all the classics. Yeah. yeah. Do they actually say all them sort of things at their novels? Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, I know. It's in the, I think it was the first match. Was it Guerrero Maya and um, who was it? Guerrero Maya and uh, or Capitan Suicida. Yeah. They even tried to get that a Puto going at one point. Uh, which is a bit of a, no, it's, it's, it's a slur, it's a slur basically. All oh, right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't fly very well in this country if you were to say that. In fact, in fact it's, it's, it's outdated in, in say, Mexico, Mexico, Mexico the, the people frown on it. But, but in lucha circles, the, the good guys quite often start that chant. It's an F word slur. All right. Right. That's how it best translates. So, well, thankfully, no one picked one. Good, good. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, um, just you, you. I'm sure you was itching to talk about them toilets. Fucking hell! I tell you what, itching, we were itching it, coming it, out. Oh, it was itching, yeah. Oh my god, it was like a, it was like the fucking battle of the Somme. It was a crime scene. A fucking crime scene. It was hanging. <laughs> yeah, well, so, hello. Um, so, yeah, then folks, it went, weren't it near end at night, it was dark, you couldn't see where you were going, there were queues, you got in there, it was like somebody fucking had their brains blown out. Oh, it were all, I'm, I'm trying to have a, 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 I got in there, like some girls got out of the one I got in, said, oh, you don't want to go in there, I went in there, and all it was blocked and everything, like, busting. So like, you shut the door and it's absolutely pitch black and it's getting me fucking phone out. And then obviously, yeah. get the light on Put so I can shine. Oh, you didn't drop it in, did you? I didn't take no chance, no. But it was like trying to position it somewhere we could see. Right. Fucking hell. I think previously, I think I've gone for a, I'm going to try and panic this corona because see where it is. They'd run, they run out. Run out. Yeah, so that was that. But I think the wrestling with the great, I really enjoyed it, but some of the things around it need a bit of love and attention. Yeah. To be honest. And if they're going to do it next year, um, they've got plenty of time to sort it out. You know, if they do it next year, I think they need to do it tomorrow. Escape, escape Freight Island, maybe. That's a big, big space, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think. All in all, had a good day. Yeah. Did, uh, quick one, Ewan. Um, did so, someone wipe their ass with salt? Oh yeah. So I went into. So oh, I was at a piss at the green arches, and I walked down. And I was like, I need one again. And um, I saw the queues, and I was like, gee, well, I'm going to join this on. And um, it was a weird one because they're gender neutral toilets. So yeah. it was like it was basically like two cubicles in one of them. There was two sides that you could piss on the wall. So um, I was trying to sort of just judge where, where to go. There was one woman behind us that said, "Are oh, you what? Shake it, I'd shake it, and then fuck off like that." Oh and then um, we got got there. And I, was, I had a piss, and I literally looked at the soap, and it was so filthy and disgusting. Oh. I was like, I, I had a sanitizer bag. I was like, I'm gonna put some water in my hands, and yeah. I'm getting out of here. I'm not touching anywhere near that soap. <laughs> 
and it, oh, there was a, one, some woman opened the fog and it was like it was like piss three quarters up the wall it was oh, it was I'll tell you what I put this in the discord this morning I'll say it now the worst toilet since the hex absolutely awful yeah. did they have a picture of Andrew in there <laughs> no, you were a picture of um, oh, yeah, Gabriel Kidd. Yeah, Gabriel Kidd and Pepsi uh, Graps. Ah, yeah. Okay. Still got that picture. Have you? I think so. You got that in the um, in the court settlement with Breed, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> refer to for getting the court charm, you know. Big, gun, big guns, Joe, were telling us he's still got the belt. Has he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, at least you got something, Jeff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, leave the memories alone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was. Um, there's me and Chris in the Manchester Evening News. Oh my god. <laughs> that was early doors, that one. Um, Le Parker's standing in that picture. That's before Chris lost my hat somewhere, or as he says, he gave it away to a girl. <laughs> um, Rumours had it, uh, Ben, that you went to Pot World. Uh, yes, where, where do we go? We, we hung around the uh, the festival basically until kicking out time. Uh, yes. We spotted Ultimo Guerrero just walking around, just, so, uh, just checking out the place. We, I saw um, Zandoku Jr. walking about, and mm. I think it was shit. Yeah, uh, I think Magia was walking around without his mask as well, he was a big guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, and so we stayed there as long as we, as, until the basically kicked us out. Uh, and then we went to Printworks, so we went to. Uh, Oh, beer colour, and then we went to walkabout. Then we jumped in a taxi to Dean's Gate Locks and uh, into the world of pop. Thank you. How do you feel this morning? All right, all right. right. It's all that dancing. If she sobers you up, you how do you think the Lanier feels? It's <laughs> 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 probably checking him. He's probably dead. <laughs> yeah, probably in a gutter still with his Lepaka mask on. I've never seen him like that for a long while. He was rocking. It was proper rocky. So that bag of cans, whatever you got given by somebody at the wrestling, I think they all went down back of his neck. <laughs> I was doing that. I did the dash to the hotel and back uh, between the shows. Uh, so, so I said, Chris, look after the bag of cans, look after my hat and stuff like that. Uh, come back, he drank all the cans and lost my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't leave my, like, my mask and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've gone off into the night with the rest of it. So yeah, there you go. What a fun day! It was fun day. What a fun and day! Fantastic yeah. show. Fact, yeah. That evening show was one of my shows of the year. Yeah. I mean, it turns, it turns like the roster and stuff they brought over. It wasn't. It wasn't all the top CML names. No, it, was, no. it was a few. It was, it was a mix. But you have to, you have to remember that. Uh, it's supposed to be a, it's, it's, to, to, for the extent of the festival it was, like, as I said earlier it's supposed to be these kind of the masked high flying Mexicans yeah, doing yeah. their thing so you didn't necessarily need all the story plus they're not going to send over their top names uh, for like a 300 well, suppose they festival. were a last minute thing weren't well it, also as well the, the, I mean like the, the night before they, 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 there's their usual big five night show at Arena Mexico yeah. which would have got 10,000 people Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, you still need your big stars for that yeah. uh, the, they have shows on the Saturday at Arena Coliseo and indie shows and stuff they get booked out for yeah. there'll be Arena, uh, Arena Mexico Go show on the Sunday that they need people for. So they're still got to run their home business at the same time. It's not like an indie that's uh, that's like a like a this was like a date on their calendar. Yeah. They, they still have to they were still maintain their usual schedule of shows. Right. So it's a full time promotion. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you, you can't send everybody over. You're not going to get your Mister Cones and uh, your Soberano Juniors and your Templarios and stuff. It's uh... so. Where would any of these guys sta- uh, stand? 
their place in the roster then? Who's, who's like the uh, top and most of that? Yeah, probably Hechicero, uh, he, he does main events. Uh, Wilfram Aguero, Atlantis. Uh, T-Town, Atlantis Junior. So they, I mean, they are, they are yeah. the star. Yeah. But the rest, the rest of the guys, Capitan Suicida, Sangre Imperial, they're, they're kind of like, yeah, bottom of the one kind of guys. But, uh, right, because you, you, the Japanese guy, what you... Um, Okamura, he's usually lower mid-card. Yeah, he's uh, sort of like the... He's like between, between a liaison officer. officer. <laughs> a, bit like, a bit like the old uh, Japanese ref, weren't it? Oh, um, Tiger. Yeah, Tiger Tori. Tiger Tori, yeah, that sort of, that sort of his position. Yeah, yeah. Cool, there's, there's, there's a certain mix of people which worked really well. It was a, a fine showcase for what they're about. And I think, a, 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 despite being initially sceptical, I think I, I was wanting more like pure CMLL matches, like yeah. Mexicans against Mexicans and stuff, rather than what we got, which was, was kind of your, your mix of. Yeah. of uh, but to be fair, I, I, those initial kind of hesitations I had about it was they proved unfounded. It, it, in most cases, it worked really. It was, it, they were fine. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I mean, just just to mention, I thought the for the evening show, I thought the six man tag with T-Town and Subculture against Lycos Gibbons and Local Gym was fantastic. Yeah. And Hechicera Oku, like people should go out of their way to watch that match. Yeah, I said I said about bad guy in training, uh, Michael Oku. Yeah, well, he's doing the bad guy stuff in purpose. He has, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. good at it as well, like, you know. So, I think he could pull off being a really great main event hill soon. I think he could, yeah. Especially with Amira, she'd just be on the outside oh, and cheating. Brilliant, isn't she? I love Amira, like, you know, got a lot of time for her. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. That's um, CMLL, Red Pro, Fantastic Amania, done with Rotter Breadshed Amania um, today um, yeah, for Capital Wrestling. Stitch. Hostage, yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. For, um, load of big lads chucking each other around. Yeah, but enough about us lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, so probably you'll um, see you later. Oh, you'll hear from us again. You'll hear from us again. You'll hear from us again. Sometime. Thank you, everyone. Cheers, right. Jeff. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, you. Cheers, Andrew. Yay, great. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.